At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. The Lions are just saying, hey, we think Tate's overvalued. He's at the top of the market. Uh, this is his last year. They probably weren't planning to re-sign him. Brad, you made the point about a young receiver behind him. I'm not saying the Lions are better not to have Tate, but it feels like a thoughtful sell-off for the Lions as opposed to a fire sale. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 You heard it. I'm RJ live coast to coast. 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock here in Vegas. We've got an action-packed hour for you on Tuesday. We are going to give you the Vegas verdict on the big trades in the NFL. How are the Vegas markets reacting? Also, we're going to talk about and recap Monday Night Football. And bottom of the hour, we're going to tell you where the college football playoff committee is going to be wrong tonight. We're going to predict not only who they're going to put in, but the mistakes they're going to make. Don't try this at home. We're joined in studio. All the college knowledge, Brad Powers, NFL expert, Steve Fezzik. These are the pros who know. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. Here's my personal promise. We will deliver the Vegas truth to you. But you can't have the pros. Without the Joes, he's my favorite, 
Jonas Knox, voice of the fans. Always good to be here, RJ, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. And we start out in the NFL, Monday Night Football, where it was the Patriots beating the Buffalo Bills 25-6 to in Buffalo. It wasn't pretty. In fact, it was downright ugly at times. But, RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on New England's 19-point win. Well, I tell you, Brad Powers had the dog, so we'll we'll be talking to him about that a little <laughs> bit. His the roller coaster of emotions. Faz, I think if all you do is glance at the score, you're gonna say, "Huh, Pats did it again." Man, they're consistent. And as we said, and you, it's funny. Let's be candid. We're gonna celebrate my under, and boy, the people on Twitter. A lot of love for that under. I don't know if it was the 2-20 and 20 trend that was backing it up, but I think probably more people bet that under than any bet I've given on straight out of Vegas. A lot of love, and I really appreciate it, and it was a nice one for me. Fez, you haven't given me that money yet, have you? We'll wait, we'll wait. But <laughs> it was nice. But let's be candid. You might have been just as prescient, just as predictive when you said, boy, I like the bills here, here, and here. And I said, well, obvious question. Why not bet the Bills? So I can't bet against Belichick. And it just seems to turn out that way, doesn't it? It is amazing. It does. How often the New England Patriots, if you just looked at the underlying statistics, RJ, and you said project the final score, you'd say, oh, the Patriots going to win by touchdown or 10 points. And then you look up at the final score, and somehow they've covered the spread, winning by more than that. And this one was bad, right? So line was 14. So people like Brad, I call him the duck tape on the shoe guys. He was just, I'm taking all the big dogs to be safe. And why duct tape on the shoes? Because they haven't been able to buy shoes in about 10 years because that's when their style of handicapping last was winning. Now, Brad, in the NFL, maybe he's half a duct tape shoe guy. College, he's not even close. He's actually a young, modern thinker in the colleges. That's why he's here. And we're lucky to have them. But to me, this was especially heartbreaking if you would have had the other side. Now, me, I was just counting my imaginary money before you paid me because you made the bet for me on the under the whole time, right? So I wasn't feeling so bad. But you could feel how it was bad because it was a 12-point game and six minutes or so left. And in that following time, the Bills were in the red zone twice and New England zero. So if I told you, all right, Fez, let me set a scenario for you. You've got a 14-point dog. They're losing by 12 with six minutes left. In the interim time between them, then and the end of the game, your team's going to be in the red zone twice and the opposing team, the favor, zero times. How much you betting? My house. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, now guys may or may not know this. I am Elma J. Foot, millionaire. I own a mansion and a yacht. So when you say your house, that means something. Literally, you have a 50% chance to score when you're in the red zone for Buffalo. So you have to so, so score a touchdown or anything? Score a touchdown because okay. you need two touchdowns. So, well, to win the game, but you, you kick a field goal. Not going to kick a field goal to go down nine. So Wait, how much time? Yeah, you're down that's a good 12. point. That's right. a good point. Right. So the so let's do a little probability. So the chance that Buffalo doesn't score on the first drive, one half. 
the chance they don't score on the second drive, 1F. The chance New England gets a defensive touchdown, that's the only way they're going to get it, might be 110. So we're looking at literally a 110th times 1 half times 1 half. That's not very likely. So how likely is it? It's 1 in 40. So you're saying Brad would have won 39 out of 40 times. Brad was in line to cash his ticket early. I see him at the sports book. <laughs> Are you, are you guys cashing this yet? <laughs> so, Brad, walk us through the emotions. Uh, you know, it's tough. But, because... but let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. This is something where on our podcast, you're a college specialist. Yep. I baited you into playing in the NFL a few weeks. And you've been winning yeah. a bunch, but somehow losing at the end. <laughs> right? Because yeah. you bet more on your losers. Yes. And this was the game that was going to swing your week Absolutely. on the pod with these personal green button bets. It would have been a perfect week on the pod. You would have been, been major, it would major have per- profits, major profits, perfect, yeah. and pride. It's yes. like here I am. I've been relegated as having all the college knowledge, which isn't bad. But boy, it'd be nice to be known as an NFL guy too. Yeah, I didn't have the knowledge of Anderson <laughs> throwing a pick six. So, did you throw anything? Just a little bit, a quick five. 10 second hissy fit. Like what was the actual physical movements? Uh, oh, some arm, arm movement. Just, just throwing so, your arms. Throwing wildly. my arms, stomping my feet a little bit. <laughs> like actually stomping it like a yeah, child. That, well, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> there was some language in there too. <laughs> Brad, did you go through all that sober? Yeah, totally so. Oh my too. god, you're a better man than me. Good for you. Yep. Round of applause for Brad doing <laughs> well, that so. Listen, if you're a professional batter and you're getting drunk every time you lose a game, <laughs> yeah. Probably not, probably not gonna turn out too well in the long term. <laughs> so let's agree to the following is if you won with the Patriots, you got lucky. If you lost with the Bills, it's all in the game, as they said in the wire, and it's a tough one. Fez, what are you doing? Even though they covered the spread. And I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas, talking to Steve Fezzik about the Monday night Vegas reaction. How are you adjusting the Patriots? I actually lowered the Patriots, even though they covered the spread by half a point, R.J., and it is all about my concerns right now at the running back position. Okay, so delve into that. So Sony Michelle, he's their number one draft pick. He started the season slow, and then he hit his stride. He had three straight games where he was averaging 105 yards, really was looking to be the solution for a team that doesn't have a good running back other than him, and he's out injured right now. And frankly, they are so thin at running back. They're using a wide receiver, Cordell Patterson, as their lead running back right now when they're running the ball. So when you say they... The Patriots. The Patriots. Okay. Now, I think there's some point to what you're saying because Belichick drafted a running back in the first round. And I'm a big believer when you have a coach, when you have a front office that you trust, that they're good, you take cues from them. They're not going to tell you explicitly with words what they're feeling. But let's use Andy Reid and Alex Smith. He didn't have to say anything. He drafted Mahomes. And then one year later, he said, Alex Smith, congratulations. See you around. He was telling us he felt optimistic about Mahomes. Doesn't mean Andy Reid was going to be right. But if you trust Andy Reid, you should have felt optimistic about it. Right. And Belichick drafting a running back in the first round. That's very unusual. That was him feeling like he needed a running back. And that this... Michelle was going to be good. 
So from what you saw from him when healthy, you're you're optimistic about Michelle. Oh, very much so. They let Deion Lewis go over, during the offseason. I think Michelle is an even better runner than Deion Lewis and actually was an upgrade for the running game. And when's Michelle due back? He is going to be day-to-day in the next game. So he might be back, but will he be a full 100%? I doubt it. Okay. I think there's another angle here. So you're saying, hey, Pat's won. They covered. Ha-ha, Brad. I mean, you didn't say that, but with your <laughs> eyes. With your eyes. No, I did say it. Yeah. Oh, you did. That was before. Okay. <laughs> and, But you're saying, hey, we saw some thinness at running back, and it was problematic. But listen, why did we... And you bet it too. Why did we make a major bet on the under? Why did we give it nationwide at the end of the show yesterday? Well, it was we expected a workmanlike effort by the Patriots. They weren't concerned about margin. They weren't concerned about highlights, and we saw that. They just went ahead. Brady dinked and dunked for the Patriots. Didn't use Gronk too much. Didn't use Gronk too much. I think he only caught one pass in the second half and didn't go down the field very much. They were content to simply win the game. Okay, so what happened? It's exactly what happened. They didn't. <laughs> but, but you're downgrading them for what you predicted. Yes, because if the final score had been Uh-oh, eighteen to thirteen, to like it should have been, I don't think we'd be having the conversation. All should right. we dock I them? Think, a I think a smidge of concern is fine. But here's the last point I'll make about Monday Night Football and Belichick, in particular. If you trust, there was a lot of talk. There was a lot of talk about. This being the end of the Patriots, even entering the season, though they were the Super Bowl favorites, there was more pessimism about the Patriots than any year I can remember in a long time. Then they started slowly, and boy, it was like, this is it. Remember, in hindsight, how ludicrous is it the Pats were at home favored by six and a half at some point against the Dolphins? What's the line right now, Dolphins at New England? 13? 13. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm guessing. So, boy, we've adjusted a ton. And what I was saying then and what I'm saying now, Belichick has no control over Michelle being hurt, the running back. Thus, maybe Michelle being hurt's a big deal. But Belichick had control over who he signed, left tackle, Solder. He let him go. Colin was like, oh, my gosh. Giants just upgraded. It's like, wait a minute. Belichick, the genius of football, said, no, thank you. Now, it doesn't mean he's always right. He traded the, uh, what, Chandler to Arizona, who's been super effective. But in general, if Belichick's comfortable with, if he's making the decisions, then you're betting on Belichick when you bet on the Patriots. That's been very successful. And Belichick isn't the only coach that deserves respect. So here's my macro big picture tip. Take it with you. If you have a coach or front office you respect and they make a decision, it's probably a good, pretty good bet it's the right decision. Not always, but a good bet. If they're forced into something, then that can be anything, right? It can be anything. And because that distinction is what kept me optimistic about the Patriots this year, and, and obviously it's looking pretty good. When we come back, we are going to grade the Vegas verdict on the biggest NFL moves that happened today. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas!
Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a moment, we will get the Vegas verdict on several moves at the NFL trade deadline. Every weekday we have fun, and it is fun, delivering Vegas straight to you right now on the Strip. 75 degrees. That's the way it is in the Astrodome back in the day. It was like perfect temperature, 75. The neon is flowing. Guys, uh, the NFL trade deadline came and went earlier today, and it is time for the Vegas verdict on several key moves around the league. We start off with an AFC move. The Broncos traded five-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Demarius Thomas and a seventh-round pick to the Texans for a fourth and a seventh. RJ, what is Vegas making the move? You know, Fez, we always talk about it. The greatest paradox in a professional batter is that on one hand, he has to have a huge ego because he has to be willing to bet minus 110 against the world. I'll lay 11 to win 10 against the world because really that's what the market is at any given time. The collective IQ, the wisdom of crowds of the world. On the other hand, you got to keep learning and know if you don't have a really strong opinion, the market's probably sharper than you. So we can debate how good Thomas is or we can let the Vegas market tell us. And we had these two teams are playing each other. So we have that information. And just this morning before the trade, Denver at home was favored by two and a half points. Now Denver is favored either by one or pick them. So let's just say about a two point adjustment in the favor of Houston, it kind of makes sense that half of that would be pro-Texans, half of that would be negative Denver based on the trade for this year. We're not talking about the draft choices. Who's to say? Thus, it seems like the Vegas market is saying Texans upgrade a point, Denver downgrade a point. What do you think? I think that that's accurate, but it's not all Thomas. Thomas is not worth a full point. I agree. He's probably worth at most half a point. So this line, just based upon Thomas swapping teams, should have moved one point, one half plus a half. But what's also important is the mindset of these teams, that clearly Houston is going for it and Denver more looking towards the future. And because of that, we have to be concerned about Denver's motivation. I got to tell you, Fez, that was a professional presentation. That was good. (laughs) I mean, this guy, I mean, think about it. Only guy in the history of the world to win two super contests. He did it back to back just for fun. And now he's becoming like a media star. Kudos, Faz, kudos. That was exact. I can't even, you know, I'm just going to praise you. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He could have left that one. He's going, I'm opening the bidding back up. He has one more comment. I'm pessimistic. Well, this acquisition by Houston was especially big because, remember, they just lost their number two wide receiver, Fuller, who's really good, and they basically fixed this problem. They hope immediately it shows they want to win bad. Mm, that just felt like he was reiterating the same things, Brad. But while you're ahead. Yeah, he had it. Why would you come back? Honestly, why would you come back in there? Like, that's the biggest praise I've given you in six weeks. 
And your response is, hey, let me muck that up a little bit. Uh, see, at least he still has to learn. If it was easy, if it was easy, he'd quit. Guys, we continue with our Vegas verdict of the NFL trade deadline. We go to the Detroit Lions, who traded their top wide receiver, Golden Tate, to the Philadelphia Eagles for a third-round pick. Let's use the Vegas market again as our gauge. Minnesota playing Detroit. Philly has the bye. Minnesota was favored by four before the trade, now favored by five. So it looks like a point adjustment away, downgrade for the Lions. What do you think, Fez? Yeah, so it's downgrade the Lions half a point for losing Tate. He's certainly a very good wide receiver. And then another half a point for the mindset of the Lions getting rid of a really good offensive weapon. Total correction, minus one point for the Lions. Here's where the ego comes in. I think that that's not exactly correct. Here's a theory uh, for you to disregard (laughs) completely. Uh... I think that there's something going on with the Lions we don't know about. Why? Because they were just buying my favorite, new favorite defensive lineman, Snacks Harrison. So the Giants are selling. Detroit buys buys a big snack. And now all of a sudden Detroit's selling? So just let's forget the exact players. Does it make sense of teams buying and selling in the same week and our takeaway is going to be, oh, they're selling? Completely illogical. Or they're saying, hey, we think this guy's overvalued. We think that guy's undervalued. Isn't Belichick, who is our kind of platonic ideal for coaches, isn't Belichick someone that we would say, hey, He likes to trade, and this is one thing I love about the Ravens. I'm a Steelers fan. They want to trade because they think they can price draft choices and players better than the opposition, right? In poker, why do poker players want to play shorthanded instead of nine or ten in a ring? Because you got to play more hands. They want you making more and more decisions. Now, I think there's a Lions guy that's got a Belichick background. It feels like... The Lions are just saying, hey, we think Tate's overvalued. He's at the top of the market. Producer Lauren made the point in the pre-show meeting. He has, uh, this is his last year. They probably weren't planning to re-sign him. Brad, you made the point about a young receiver behind him. That was also Lauren, Kenny Galladay, an up-and-coming wide receiver that they probably want to feature more. Yeah, so what I'm saying is I'm not saying the Lions are better not to have Tate, but it feels like a thoughtful sell-off for the Lions as opposed to a fire sale. Certainly that makes sense. But so far, the Vegas market is reacting to this news. And maybe, RJ, they're overreacting. Maybe some value with the Lions. Or, and this is getting in the weeds, so I'll say it quickly. If you're sitting there thinking you're going to bet the Lions or the Vikings, their opponent, the Lions opponent, the Vikings, and then you see this trade, you're probably just going to fire. Figuring you don't know how people are going to react, but get your bet in now. And it might have just... It might have forced the hand of some of these eventual Vikings batters anyway. Great point. And we don't know, right? But that's possible. Guys, the L.A. Rams stay aggressive, acquiring former top three pick Dante Fowler Jr. from the Jaguars earlier. And I've seen different assessments of how good Fowler is. Here's what I'm going to say, though. And this is from the Ringer guys. And let's give some credit. They were the first ones to preach this. In the modern NFL, there's two ways to win. One way is with a great quarterback. Not good, great. All right? Maybe 
you could say there's seven, eight of those in the NFL, and we can debate at the end of the list. Or have a good quarterback on a first deal, a rookie deal. Then you can spend a ton of money in other places. The Rams have Goff, who, quite frankly, you don't hear this as much, their upgrade, the Goff upgrade between year one and two was drastic and got discussed a ton. I've heard people I really respect say the Goff upgrade between last year and this year is the equal amount. Mm. Because he was not, Goff was not good on third down. He's just so much better this year. So now you've got a borderline. I mean, where would you put Goff? I'd put Goff, what, maybe eighth or ninth right now? Got him 11th. Okay, ooh, I think that's a little pessimistic. But on a rookie deal, and what does that mean? It means the Rams got money. And the Rams have appeal now, right? Football's sexy. So to me, I don't know if this is a great trade, but I know they're in position, the Rams, to make this trade because they're on a rookie deal with a a good, at minimum, quarterback. So as you look at teams you're thinking it could win the Super Bowl, if they don't have a good quarterback on a rookie deal or a great quarterback, probably not going to win it. Guys, we move now to the NBA where we'd like to take a quick recap of what went down in the NBA on Monday night. We start with the Golden State Warriors who hammered the Bulls 149-124. Clay Thompson, an NBA record, 14 threes for Golden State. RJ, what does Vegas make of the defending champs? Uh, Mighty good. I mean, all-time type odds to win the title, but they've been that for a couple years. Remember, Vegas never makes anything obvious easy to win. If it's obvious, it's not going to win long term. By the way, if you would have bet Golden State every game this year, four and four against the spread. The spread is the great equalizer. The Lakers lose to the T-Wolves on Monday night. RJ, LeBron and company now just two and five on the season. And two and five against the spread. But if you add up all their spread results and look at that ATS margin, so how far did they fall short or exceed the spread? It's almost even. So on the year, they pretty much met expectation. They've just lost a lot of close games. And the Lakers have had a very difficult strength of schedule. Six of the seven teams they played were projected to have winning records. The one cupcake they played, Phoenix, they pounded Phoenix by 18 points. The Bucks beat the Toronto Raptors last night, 124-109. Milwaukee is undefeated on the season. What does Vegas make of the surprising Bucks? 5-1-1 one, and one against the spread. Not as good as you might think, but if you look at that against the spread margin again, They're exceeding expectation on average by over 10 points a game. So what's happened is they've had some real blowouts and a push and a loss. So, yeah, 5-1-1 is great. But, boy, you look at that ATS margin, they've exceeded expectations by over 70 points in this short season, the Milwaukee Bucks. And lastly, quickly, we talked about it last week, is the over-unders. Scoring was up. Yeah, Vegas expected it, but not this much. And if you had bet the overs the first week, you would have been 65%. Now, what did we tell you? Once we're talking about it, once anyone public's talking about it, it's probably too late. Well, if you had bet every over in the last week, you would have won 47%. So once again, once the conversation, once the public's aware, the market gets adjusted You've got to be one step ahead of the public. Speaking of that, in just a minute, we're going to tell you where the college football playoff committee is going to make a mistake in about a half hour. 
That's coming up next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Dan Beyer. Yeah, those rankings coming up at the top of the hour. We'll find out who's 1 through 4, who's 1 through 6, and who's 1 through 25. Some other news from college football today. Maryland head football coach DJ Durkett is going to be back on the job after the school's Board of Regents recommend he keep his job following an investigation into the Maryland football program. The Athletic is reporting that three Maryland football players walked out of a meeting after learning that Durkin would be retaining his job. The investigation started following the death of football player Jordan McNair this past offseason. Yahoo Sports is quoting Ohio State head coach Urban Meyer as saying that he's been dealing with an enlarged arachnoid cyst in his brain that can cause aggressive headaches. Doctors have monitored the cyst for the past four years, with the headaches flaring up recently the last two. It was a busy day of the NFL with the trade deadline passing. The Rams acquired defensive end Dante Fowler Jr. from the Jaguars for a third-round pick in 2019 and a fifth-rounder in 2020. The Packers sent running back Ty Montgomery to the Ravens for a seventh-rounder in 2020 and also dealt safety Haha. Clinton Dix to the Redskins for a fourth rounder in 2019. It was earlier today that the Eagles acquired wide receiver Golden Tate from the Lions for a third rounder, while Denver sent wide receiver Demarius Thomas to the Texans for a fourth rounder and a swap of seventh round picks. Some quarterbacking news quickly in the NFL. Bills quarterback Nathan Peterman expected to start in Week 9 against the Bears after quarterback Derek Anderson suffered a concussion late in last night's loss to the Patriots. Niners quarterback C.J. Beathard missed practice today because of a wrist injury, a short week for the Niners who host the Raiders on Thursday night football. And finally, guys, multiple reports saying that Cleveland, Ohio, will host the 2022 NBA All-Star Weekend. Back to you guys. Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas comes to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Coming up in about 10 to 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we'll have another edition of Best Bets, your chance to make money on all the action coming up on Tuesday night. I am Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. He is the voice of Las Vegas, R.J. Bell. In just a few minutes, we're going to predict what the college football playoff committee is going to do and where they're going to make a mistake. First, though, we do it every Tuesday. Pros versus the world. What does that mean? It means Vegas pros, Fezzik and Brad, go against ESPN, Colin Cowherd, and the Associated Press. Let's start with ESPN. No sacred cows and no vendettas here. We I love ESPN in many ways. Not every way. All right, Fez, give me the team that you think ESPN is the most wrong about in their talking heads poll. Dallas is underrated. ESPN has them number 21. I have them number 13, RJ. All right, so ESPN 21, 13. So Dallas is above average. I always like to hear who's 14, who's 12, who, or who's right around Dallas. Because in theory, that's going to be a pick'em game if they were on a neutral, and we could say – the crowd's going to go, oh, Fez is right. Or crowd's going to go, he's freaking crazy. Chicago is number 12. Ooh. Seattle, number 14. Oh, my gosh. I would take Seattle or Chicago, pick them over the Cowboys. Brad Powers, what would you do? Same. Are you kidding me? So make your case. I will. So the Dallas defense has been very good year to date. They've got the third best underlying stats, and that's with Sean Lee. what about Lee. Sean Lee? Sean Lee is back. He's healthy. He missed three games exactly, so they're going to get even better. And Dallas has no wide receivers. Well, when did he come back? 
He came back against Washington last week. Okay, so he's been back one week. Well, now he's got a bye, so now he's fully healed up. Yeah, But he's been back one week. Yes. And you were telling us for years how Sean Lee's so important, but somehow they have the third best defense without him. They, he played the first three games. Uh, they were bad without him. And oh, all, they, were they bad without him? They were. They Their stats were bad without him, yes. All right. So you're saying the defense is underrated. Yes, and the offense is going to get better because they finally have a wide receiver in Cooper, and Cole Beasley mm. won't be their number one wide receiver. And he does – Fezzik makes a good point. Doesn't matter how bad a trade is. You could trade 50 first round picks, but this year only, the Cowboys added talent. Nobody is safe here on Pros versus the World here on Straight Out of Vegas, including our own Colin Cowherd, who has the Texans 10th in his herd hierarchy. Fez, where do you have Houston? I have the Texans number 15, and Houston is overrated because of that. And the reason is, is an as improbable a five-game winning streak as you will ever see. Houston played three straight games against not difficult competition. End of the fourth quarter, all three games were tied. They somehow won them all. I- so, so we're going back like like six, seven weeks now. Indy, Dallas, and Buffalo. But <laughs> so what the- weeks was that? <laughs> Those were weeks four, five, six. But the last two weeks, RJ, Houston got dealt some really good situations, including mm. last week against Miami when they got to play a Thursday game against a Miami team that was gassed from playing in the heat. But what about the Jacksonville? You and I had a bet, and I took Houston, you took Jacksonville. You thought it was, to quote you, a home run spot for the Jags. And somehow the Texans won by 13. It turns out there are no home run spots when Blake Bortles is so now. So if you beat it, so if the Texans beat a team, that means they're bad. You notice that was the fifth of the five games I was going to mention in the winning streak. All right. You know, I think he's got a point to be candid with you because if you think about it, the Texans won. A lot of close games. They beat a Jags team that there's something's wrong with them. And then they win at home with a short road week for a tired Miami team. It almost is a perfect storm for them to look good. And he looked mighty good. Deshaun Watson on national TV. Fezzik says Colin Cowherd is wrong. And the Houston Texans, Fez says, are overrated. The next victim here on Pros versus the World is the Associated Press. The AP's got Kentucky 11th in their latest college football top 25 rankings. Brad Powers, what say you? I say Kentucky vastly overrated. I only have the Wildcats number 24 in my power race. Let, let's think about this. So who's 23 and, and uh, 25? I knew you were going to say that, so I pulled them up. <laughs> Missouri's 23. You're going to say, hey, they just beat Missouri on the road. Very fortunate Kentucky to win that game on the final play of the game. And behind them is Stanford. Okay, so obviously Kentucky is winning games. Now, I happen to personally know Mark Stoops, so I have an affinity for Kentucky. In what world do, does, do wins just not matter? Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> when they're phony. And, and when oh, you consider, wow. Yeah, phony. so here, when you consider turnovers, yards, close wins – a lot of the advanced uh, analytics out there say Kentucky is number one in luck this season. Here's a team that's seven and one that probably should be more like four and four, five and three. That's why the Wildcats vastly overrated. Uh oh, you know what that means? This is theme music. Haystack Hank, he speaks common sense. What's he think of Kentucky? I like them, boy, them Kentucky. They keep winning. They won down the swamp earlier this season. I'll tell you what, you see that game last week? Final play of the game at Missouri. They continue to win. That's all I care about is W's. And they they <laughs> filling up my pocketbook, and them W's keep rolling up for them Wildcats. All I care about is W's. All right, so Brad Powers says Kentucky not real good, about 25. 
Yep. The Associated Press, the most respected news organization <laughs> in the world, and Haystack Hang. Thumbs up, Kentucky. Thumbs up, number 11. Big game this week. What's the line right now? Yeah, Kentucky, a nine and a half point home underdog to number six, Georgia. All right, well, listen, when Haystack shows up, we he doesn't show up often. He's got a boom box with his own theme music, but it's like from the 80s. We don't really say no. So what we're going to do when we come back is not only give you Fez's early best bet, we do that every Tuesday. Also, we're going to give you about 10 minutes before it happens the mistake the college football playoff committee is going to make in a little bit. That's all coming up next. He is RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan, RJ. In less than 15 minutes, the College Football Playoff Committee will release their first rankings of the season. What does Vegas say? You know, I think Joey Galloway's on that show. He grew up one town over from me, and we graduated the same year. So he has, uh, he runs the 40 much faster than me <laughs> to this day. All right, Brad. We're going to do this the rest of the year. Every Tuesday, we're going to, right before the playoff committee does their things, we're going to tell them, we're going to, hopefully they'll start listening and making some last-minute adjustments. I doubt it. (laughs) I doubt it. Let's get your top four teams first. So right now, four best teams in the country. Alabama, clear-cut above everyone else. I would favor Alabama by seven points over any other team, at least seven on a neutral field. Crimson Tide, number one. Clemson, two. Clemson, clear-cut number two. Clemson, I would favor over the number three team by four and a half, five points now on a neutral. So we got Alabama, tier one, Clemson, tier two. Three and four, about the same. Georgia, Michigan. Yep, absolutely. Georgia and Michigan. Now, let me think. Who did Michigan play? Mm. Notre Dame. They did. So you think the committee is going to come out with Alabama-Clemson, Notre Dame, LSU is your prediction. I'll be stunned if it's not those four teams. Okay. So now here's the question. What would the line be? Let's just say Georgia-Michigan together. Doesn't really matter because you're saying they're about even. What would those two, either one of them, be against Notre Dame? Five on a neutral field. On a neutral field, even though Notre Dame just beat them. Uh, Two months ago. Oh, okay. (laughs) Now, what would LSU be against either Georgia or Michigan? About the same. I have Notre Dame and LSU power rated around the same. Georgia and Michigan, about five-point neutral favorite. So we're saying the three and four the committee's likely to do are five points worse than the true three and four teams, Georgia and Michigan. And oh, by the way, Mm -hmm. over Notre Dame, over LSU, you've got two other teams we haven't even discussed yet. Higher in your power rank. Yep, Oklahoma and Ohio State. Both of those teams, Oklahoma and Ohio State, would be favored over both LSU and Notre Dame. By the way, you can get this stuff. He has all the college knowledge. Brad Powers on Twitter is at Brad Powers, then the number seven. Brad Powers, seven. Last thing, Alabama is 14 at LSU. If you flipped that for home field, if it was in Bama, it'd be about 21. Yep. Take it back for a neutral, it'd be about 17. And, oh, by the way, you're saying Notre Dame and LSU is about the same. Yep. And we've predicted it. Alabama would be about 17 over Notre Dame. There's the sausage right there. 
All right. Good stuff from Brad Powers. Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by Geico, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. It's become a Tuesday tradition here on Straight Out of Vegas, where every Tuesday, Steve Fezzik Steve will give his early line movement in the NFL. And I got to tell you, Fez, it's like Babe Ruth calling his shot here because we told you these games are going to win. And again, there's no sure things, but we're willing to bet on it. These games are going to win, and Fez is going to be right about the line moves. And oh, by the way, the line moves have been four and one. Five times he's given the game. Four times it's moved in the direction Fez said. One time it didn't. And oh, by the way, the games themselves, three, one, and one against the spread. That is freaking gorgeous. All right, let's do it again. I'm on your Pittsburgh Steelers, RJ, plus three at Baltimore. I have Pittsburgh as the slightly, ever so slightly better team. Pittsburgh has revenge. They lost at home 14 to 26. I like this handicapping angle. You lose in your crib. You go to the other guy's <laughs> place on the highway, and you get it done. And also, series history. These teams tend to play close games, and I don't think that this is just data mining. There's a reason for this. 21 times, the last 21 times they played, 13 of the 21 games decided by three or less. Obviously, if it's decided by three or less, you want plus three, not minus three. I've been hanging and banging for years. I mean, <laughs> that just so savvy. So, <laughs> so savvy. And I mean, so you expect this line to go to two and a half? I do. All right. Well, listen, if, listen, history's telling you if you like Pittsburgh, bet it now. If you like Baltimore, you're fading fast. But if you do, wait, you'll probably get a better number. By the way, congratulations to those of you who bet Fezzik to say the word crib more than one and a half times in the first 60 days of the show. Because that's the second well, time. You know something, Fez? There, there is a little bit of a urban flair to Fez. Yo, homeboy! <laughs> Welcome to the hood, brother! <laughs> oh man. Uh okay, here here on Straight Out of Vegas, guys, we give real-time updates for what you need to know for tonight's TV games and a game where the line is also just moved within the last 5 minutes. The game of choice is college football. A little maxion for you where Buffalo, they were minus 7 just about 5 minutes ago. It's dropped down to 6 and a half hosting Miami of Ohio. Uh-oh. Well, I, you know what? The, despite the line move, I'm still going to like Buffalo here. Minus six oh, and a half. If only you had said it and the line moved a minute later, you would yeah. be so much happier. <laughs> oh, yeah. It would have been much different handicap here. You see that? They knew. They had they, they had but, a copy but, of my notes. Go. Yeah, I like Buffalo on this one. Here's a team that's only had one bad performance this entire season. Buffalo got crushed by Army. I think the haystacks of the world are going to say, hey, Army, didn't Miami, Ohio almost beat that team? Should have beat that team. Well, Army crushed Buffalo. That's why this there's money coming out of Miami, Ohio. I'll fade that. I'll take Buffalo minus the six and a half. All right, so Brad says he's batting it. He likes it. Oh, now remember, guys, anytime a pro makes a pick, any other pro at the table can press the green button. It's big, it's green, and it makes a cash register sound. And that means auto $100 bet. Fez, give us just your one major point while you're fading him and betting him and who you like. Love the way Miami of Ohio has been playing recently. They played five games, three blowout wins, two losses by one point only. If they had won those games, this line's four, not six and a half. All right, so you like? Miami of Ohio. Brad, I like Buffalo. Well, that's a crossfire, guys, so do what you want with that. But listen, let's be candid. On every other show, 
you, you know, I love the Fox guys, but you can tell even sometimes they're not certain. They, they got to have a take. Here, if you have a take, at any time, you can get bet against. The stakes are up. The Odd Couple comes up next. We are straight out of Vegas. Back tomorrow, 6 Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.